0: This is the Fantasy Road Show.
1: What's uh, going on? Welcome into another episode of the Fantasy Road Show. We are your hosts. My name is Truck. You can find me at Fantasy underscore Trucker all the way on the left. That's Coles. You can find him at Coles underscore Sports. And then we have Shane O'Mack in the middle. You can find him at S McCormick underscore FF. Boys, how we doing today?
0: What's going doing on? I'm uh, doing good. Doing good. Just living life, I guess. Um, oh yeah. One bird, one bird hunting. (laughs) We did that. Trying to think if there's any other, anything else went on now. ACL is coming up. That's exciting here in Austin, but, um,
1: yeah calls are Kulls, are you going to the Texas State Fair this weekend? No, no. Oh, <laughs> that sounded like so much fun whenever I heard no. about it. i I recently went to the Wisconsin State Fair this year and I had a blast. and I'm like, I need to experience everybody's state fair because it it was it was a lot of fun. So Texas um, state Fair,
0: it's the same it coincides with the Red River rivalry. so u t UT u t o u.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, So it is – I mean, I'll do it eventually. I'm just not going to do it this year. Um, Those tickets are like – I think it's like 500. Last I checked, it was 500 to get in the door because Texas is – I mean, like Texas has been talking about being back for a long time. But, yeah. um, you know, they have a really good football team this year. And there's a long, long way to go. But, you know, they're excited. Absolutely, Shane. How,
1: how you doing? Anything, anything new and uh, exciting happening in your world,
0: man? Can I, I just
2: share like enjoyment that's come into my life in the last three weeks? And I may be, I may be late to the party here, but I have discovered peanut butter on pancakes and waffles, <laughs> and it is absolutely a game changer. Yeah. Uh I heard you talk about
1: that somewhere and immediately I'm like that sounds delicious. Like yeah. it's great.
0: This is nowhere near that level that I, but something I've been doing for a while is rice cakes and putting almond butter on rice cakes. So that's like my form of that, I guess. No,
2: I just so someone just mentioned that to me because I was eating some rice cakes too last week. And they're like, you should put some peanut butter on it. I'm like, yeah, oh. it's game changer. <laughs> I mean there's so many
0: different good forms of that, like nut butter too. Like there's yeah. just like you go to Trader Joe's or something like that, and there's like a million different I I mean I, I've been trying or I'm trying to try out like one new type of uh, butter they have we're look at us starting off the show talking nut butters <laughs>
1: <laughs> nothing wrong with that
0: huh? yeah yeah someone's gonna get a nice clip of us talking about nut butter. <laughs> about nut butters yeah uh
1: all right well um i i didn't mention it earlier but uh we are live on YouTube youtube.com slash sports ethos go check us out there if you're just listening on the podcast form um, and also check out the Substack. we have a Substack goes out articles uh, for this episode and other episodes on a weekly basis it's the fantasy Um today we are talking week five it's already week five dude.
0: truck so sorry to cut you off the, no, go ahead. the, the whole live show thing i was watching pat mcafee today and he kind of went in a little bit about how he appreciates scott hansen from red zone because he's like you know he's does it live and just thinks on his feet and all that and kind of talks a little bit about you know difference between podcasts and live show and i'm so fucking happy we went live because it is different and this is just it's kind of how we roll i mean it's uh it, it clicked for me let's say that when i heard him talking about it yeah um so i'm glad as the uh the, the head producer, the producer of the pod. You made that decision a while back.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed it. It, it, it sparks engagement. Everybody out there listening, uh, watching, feel free to comment, uh, ask questions about your fantasy team, about your weekly matchup, about trades, whatever it is. Uh, we will be answering all, any and all questions in a segment at the end of the episode, a mailbag segment. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, but yes, it's please, so please <laughs> join us. And have it's some so fun. funny though,
0: Shane, because because uh, Heat truck Yeah, it's so much inspiration comes from mcafee doesn't it it
1: really does i i've been i I, i'm a big fan of the mcafee show i've been watching it since covid like once covid happened like everything shut down and they just just hammered through and it was so entertaining that it was fun it was it was funny talking about sports all day so now it's just a part of my day three hours out of my day and i'm a truck driver so I can listen to it uh, for three hours out of my so day.
0: So is his no dad. Problem. So
2: his uh, dad. A lot of yeah, his McAtee's inspiration dad's comes a truck from
0: the trucking industry. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. Until uh, next next week, truck's
2: going to be like doing the show standing up, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Next week, next week um, I'm going to be in Toledo,
1: Ohio, in the beginning of the week. I'll be in Indiana later in the week. I'll just be kind of all over yeah. the
0: place. So Someone else over, that sorry. won COVID. Um, another COVID winner was. Um, dana white and the ufc the ufc just started Mm -hmm. popping out events now they're weekly they're doing wednesdays and saturdays he crushed it during covid rogan obviously he
1: created an island like he like a fight
0: island abu dhabi fight island yeah that was that was a thing like that's insane yeah jacksonville he was he was holding events but yeah um yeah anyways um i wanted to i wanted to propose we've been doing a lot of uh brainstorming uh how we can make red light green light in this episode better i want to propose a a segment so with the whole (laughs) with the whole like i'm listening 120 central um you know that whole alarm thing that went off today i feel like today was a pretty today was kind of a big conspiracy day Oh, my Uh, God, the conspiracy juices flowing. So I kind (laughs) of want to I kind of want to implement a conspiracy segment where we talk or just we create different NFL conspiracies. So, uh, you know, the current like there's a narrative around the around the, you know, the Twitter sphere or just, you know, people with their whole script and all that bullshit with the NFL saying the Bengals are going to tank to try to get Marvin Harrison kick T Higgins out and move forward with burrow chase Harrison. Um, I don't know. Like the okay. whole is Judy is Judy and or Cortland Sutton being shopped from the, uh, from the Broncos and, are, or are they tanking for Caleb? There's just, you know what I'm trying to say? I think it could be fun if we, create a conspiracy segment to the show where we, each of us or one of us draw up a conspiracy to propose to. uh, I see where you're going with this. I don't know.
1: There's a lot of wild narratives out there in the NFL that people are just like suggesting like, and then, yeah, yeah, no, I see what you're doing. And I imagine as a
0: trucker, when you're on the open road, it's like 2 AM and you're starting to get delirious and you see a UFO fly over you. Conspiracies (laughs) probably are going through your head. So, Figured we could tie something in the roadshow conspiracies. Let's, you know, is my hat a ufo or is it a mexican man wearing a sombrero I mean, there's <laughs> it
1: looks like a little bit of both <laughs> yeah we could do a little cole's conspiracy of the week no no not
0: cole's conspiracy <laughs> but, i mean i guess i don't know just yeah, brainstorm got a little we're, ring we're, to it. we're throwing it out there we're throwing ideas out there see what sticks that's what it's all right about well we'll, we'll
1: we'll put it in the pot and we'll we'll mix it up we'll see what we'll see what comes out but all right um i'd say let's uh stop messing around let's dive right into it huh how about that let's do it all right, buckle up. All right, so we are kicking off week five, red light, green light, our love hate segment of the week. Uh, and we start off with red light quarterbacks. So, um, Shane, do us the honor, kick us off. What do we have for our red light quarterbacks
2: this week. Uh, we uh, I'm going to go with a guy, and I, th- I think he started in every super. Flex League, and I think he may have even started this week uh, with bye weeks, but I'm going, and I hate to do this because I hate making calls against my team with playing my team, but I'm going Brock Purdy playing the Cowboys. Um, no homerism here. I'm just looking at the facts. Okay. All right. So sure. I,
0: I, I, before you get started, sure. I, I, Brock Purdy is on my list as well for Red Light. Let's go. Um, I wanted to also – um that is my brock purdy pick is for a friend of mine dylan eagle i just want to la- shout out shout dylan. out to dylan that's what brock purdy red lights for you
2: <laughs>
1: okay so shane go ahead tell me why tell me why you're putting uh, the brakes on brock purdy this week who seemingly can't do anything wrong so far this season
2: exactly i mean he has he's been like qb12 you know through the year so but dallas is only you know they're not even giving up 150 yards passing a game and They're still playing good, even without um, Diggs being absent. Um, You know, the worst game that they gave up this year was against Arizona and Joshua Dobbs, and that was just because he ran the ball against them, which Purdy's obviously not going to be. I I think this game sets up to be like the divisional round playoff game last year. So you're looking like at a 19-12, you know, low scoring, take the under – Um, total score it's going to be you know so if they're going to score let's say two touchdowns one probably going to McCaffrey for sure and then maybe you get one from Purdy but that's about it yeah
0: yeah so I agree like I just I just don't like this game script for Purdy Uh, like you're saying these two defenses are going to flex flex their muscles I think Micah is going to show up big like this is just your classic Micah Parsons comes flying around and because of purdy's lack of mobility i think he's just going to get in his grill and frustrate him um cause some turnovers Uh, purdy is just like he's what is he undefeated in the regular season i think he's
1: like i think 16 regular season no 15 i'm sorry 15 regular season wins in a row yeah Mm -hmm. so i've
0: been pretty vocal against purdy this entire time we've been uh, press and play and, and and doing the podcast. And like, all right, now that he is a starting quarterback in the NFL, that looks like he's not going to, you know, he, he's not going anywhere. He's winning games. He's proven to be very good in this system, the Shanahan system. That being said, like he's he he is a product of getting paid under a million dollars as a quarterback and has the best players at every position around him. Right, like the only way that you can have all like this entire defense, um, and pay Christian McCaffrey that money is if your quarterback's not getting paid forty million dollars a year, thirty-five million dollars a year, you know, Uh, like some of these top guys. So yeah, I mean, he makes the right decisions. He doesn't really put him the ball in danger much, but he gets lucky a lot, man. I forget uh, who was the Thursday night game um that wasn't the Cardinals was it two weeks ago Thursday night uh Giants Giants, he he, he had a pass against the Giants where he just throws it in the air and and like I forget who it was for the Giants comes flying through and just complete stone hands doesn't pick it off but like those type of plays they're just they they happen with Purdy and when, when a defense is good as the Cowboys um and a team that Not only turns the ball over, but turns the ball over and scores. Um, I think you're going to see some of that with the Cowboys this week.
1: Yeah, uh, Brock Purdy was not on my list, but I totally get it. Uh, I totally understand where you guys are coming from. Micah Parsons is an animal out there, and he's going to be looking like "This this is Brock Purdy's toughest test of his career. I mean, everybody said towards the end of the year last year that he didn't face tough matchups. And then like the beginning of this season, he hasn't faced tough matchups like this is the best defense he's going to be playing of his career. So uh, true test. And we'll see what happens. But you guys are probably right. He's not someone I'd be wanting to start this week.
0: Yeah, Um, I love that you had him as well. Shane and Mac. Um, (laughs) who, Who else you got, Shane?
2: Uh, so the next guy I'm going to go with is this is going to be a little bit surprised because, I mean, this guy's put up 22 to 24 points a game. It's not going to
0: shock us, though, is it?
2: Oh, no, no.
0: Oh, OK. okay. <laughs> <Shock>
2: <laughs> okay. But it is, you know, it's a, it's a little surprising because I there's a lot of people that are really praising him and pumping him up this week. I have the same um, fucking guy.
0: Uh, I'm going C.J. S- CJ
2: Stroud. Throw everybody. it on
1: the board, baby. Put <laughs> it on the board. Two for two.
0: Yeah. Stroud.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't know what it is, but the Falcons, they limit I love passing this game. game. The yeah. defense, they just limit the pass game. And I don't know if it's more – I mean, they did add some key um, new players in free agency, but if it's more, you know, they just run the ball and kill the clock and limit the possessions for the other team. But I've seen them really, like, given some pretty decent quarterbacks this year, whether it was Jordan Love, Jared Goff, or Trevor Lawrence. They've all had bad games against this Falcons defense.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love this game for the Falcons. I think it's such a good spot for them. Um, you, you have a classic reg- regression for, um, for the Texans. I mean, like, they – Ha- them and the in Miami both like have to come down to life, right? Um, almost at the same level to where Stroud, being a rookie quarterback in a young offense, they're gonna have growing pains. And this is a classic, like going to Atlanta. Great defense. Um, Atlanta's coming off a tough loss, tough two losses. They know that they need to win this game to get the uh, you know to get to get back on track. Um, so this is a game they're going to win and they're going to be all over Stroud. And, um, I just think same as like the dolphins, they couldn't have gone any higher unless they were just going to completely change the game of football. Right. Um, so, you know, that happened to them. The bills flexed their muscles. Josh Allen showed, you know, why he was in conversations of being the best player in football, um so yeah i mean i love this spot for atlanta because of that i think stroud's gonna have a tough game and i think nico tank are gonna also have tough games along with them they'll be on my red light wide receivers
1: okay a little uh little teaser there a little, um, and a little teaser there so uh yeah i have a I, I get what you guys are saying i love Stroud. uh i love what he's doing so far this year but this is going to be his tough a tough matchup for him uh, against Atlanta. Um my red light quarterback kind of segues into this nicely cuz Atlanta just held him to an, uh, a QB 16 finish last week and that's Trevor Lawrence. Um Trevor Lawrence uh is going against Buffalo this week. Okay. I feel like this is low-hanging fruit. I mean Buffalo, we saw what he just did to uh what they just did to uh Tua, Tagov- Tua Tagovailoa, however the hell you say it. <laughs> <name>. I'm terrible at <laughs> pronouncing his name. Just call him Tua. Um, Yeah, the the Miami Dolphins. They they stopped the Dolphins in their tracks um, after they were humming. And Trevor Lawrence and the Jags are basically struggling. And I think that struggle continues, and it gets even worse for them this week against Buffalo. Um, Trevor Lawrence is QB 19 on the season. And uh, what, I think three, uh, his last three games he's finished outside the quarter, outside of, Uh, QB 15 like he just hasn't been playing good outside of that first week so I wouldn't be trusting him the bills are allowing the fourth fewest passing
2: yards per game I'd stay away from Trevor Lawrence yeah Um, I
0: don't think that they've even
2: passed 300 yards total offense on the year even I mean I don't know what's going on there oh the Jags yeah
0: yeah so yeah so um They certainly haven't looked like the high-power offense we all thought they were going to um, quite yet. Two and two in a division where everyone is across the board. Um, I think they're going to lose this game, but from a game narrative standpoint, they are hanging out in London, whereas the Bills are flying over. Um, granted Von Miller might be coming back, which is going to be fucking massive for that bills (laughs) defense. He was the first 10 games last year before he got injured, he was in conversation to be defensive uh, player of the year. Um, yeah, and the bills, I'm pretty
1: sure the bills are already leading the league in quarterback pressures. Like they're already yeah a top tier in pressuring the quarterback. Now you get Von Miller back. That's just,
0: yeah. And that's what, um, JJ Watt was saying today on McAfee is he was like, Listen, like when you have someone as good as Von Miller, um, you either have to game plan for him specifically for him, and then the other guys are going to be one on one and go to work, or um, you're going to have to just kind of plan on you know chipping him and let him do his thing, and he's going to eat you alive. So um, you know the 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 entire offensive line game plan and scheme is going to be based around someone like Von Miller. So adding that back to a defense that's already been successful is just, you know, completely massive, but um, yeah, it's going to be a good game. I mean, uh, it's going to be a lot closer, five and a half spread right now. I think it's going to be tighter than that. I mean, (laughs) the reason I say that is because the Jaguars are already in London um, and they're, you know, adapted to the time zone. They just kind of are living in those elements. They're so, um they're they're so familiar with those stadiums but i think it's something crazy like the favorite covers x amount i don't know the exact stat but the favorites cover historically in london um and something about i think it's like 30 i think 35 of the 49 josh allen wins have been by more than a touchdown something crazy like that so um You can go back and forth all day, but we'll see. I I think it could be a good, fun, high-scoring game. We'll see if the Jags can keep up with this Bills offense that's humming.
2: Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, And my last uh, quarterback red light of the week uh, is someone who is a top 10 quarterback on the season. Uh, His name is Russell Wilson. <clears throat> played Chicago bears last week and couldn't really get anything going through three quarters against a sorry ass bears <laughs> defense. Okay. He found all of his production in the fourth quarter and made it happen and, and, and pulled out the win. So good for you, Russell Wilson. Um, he is the QB nine on the season. Uh, he has two top 10 quarterback finishes, but I think this week going against the jets, dude, the jets, Defense is playing a lot better than they have Been through the first three weeks last week They played really well and they made Patrick <clears throat> Mahomes look human Patrick Mahomes had two picks he probably should have had more Than that too so I just I, I don't like Russell Wilson this week in, uh, super flex, and Superflex uh, and I'd be Avoiding him
0: at all costs
2: nope.
0: um, Yeah it's certainly Going to be tough um, That game kind of Confuses me because like I don't know what to think in that game. Like I, I want to say that the jets are going to, you know, Zach Wilson's going to build on last week's performance and he can kind of pick apart uh, a bad Broncos defense. It's just that that game's hard for me to see. So because of that, I'm not going to co-sign that pick, but it just sets up as probably a tough D de- like <laughs> tough defense for him. Uh, he hasn't really looked that good being a top 10 quarterback. No. like do you, his, The offense doesn't look like it's like humming. I mean, he's getting good numbers, but it's almost like, um, I don't know, you don't feel great about them if you watch it, right? It's not like, oh, Russell's figured it out, um, yeah. I guess is what I'm trying to say. But uh, I don't I know. That's a weird watching, game for me. I don't know how to pick it. I, I really yeah, don't.
1: just watching him struggle last week when I was watching that bears game, just doesn't give me any
0: confidence for him to face this. It's Jets been defense. all, it's been every game. Like the end result's been good on a box score. It looks good, yeah. but it's not that way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so,
1: <laughs> um, and this kind of segues, will we'll kick off our green light quarterbacks um, in the yep. same matchup. I have Zach Wilson as my green light quarterback of the week. Hey, um, Zach Wilson, last week, we all saw what he did uh, against the, Kansas City, almost 250 yards with two touchdowns uh, against a good defense who is letting up the eighth fewest passing yards per game. Uh, The Chiefs are not bums on defense, and Zach Wilson played a really good game. Uh, Now he gets to face Denver, who is ranked 31st against the pass. They are bottom of the barrel along with the Bears right down there. So um, he gained confidence this last week, as we saw, and I think this carries into a productive week against Denver.
0: I would love to see it. I really would. Um, I don't have much to add. I I would love to see it. I already kind of talked about this game. It's just tough for me to see. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It would be like, man, if he could play just Matt put the stats he did last week, you know, this week, that would be another good game for him. I mean, if he could do two touchdowns, 250 yards, I mean, Um, he's going to be a super flex star for teams this week, for sure.
0: We got him uh, in, in our uh, ethos league. So last week we started a chain over him. He actually, a chain actually outperformed him, even though he had such a good game. (laughs) Did he Um, really? I didn't even, even yeah, he did. He had like 27, Um, but um, yeah, we'll probably super flex him in that position. I mean, we have Stafford, we have Stafford against Philly starting as our quarterback and then Zach Wilson with uh with um D- Deshaun Watson on a bye. So yep. probably, su- probably <laughs> super flex Wilson with confidence over A chain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't know though. Shane, do you- Gotta get a-, a-, a chain in the lineup. Anyways.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shane, what do you got for green light
2: quarterbacks? Uh, first guy I'm going to do, I'm just going to take the free space. Okay. I'm just going to go, uh, Sam Howell versus the bears. Um, I got him bears. as well. I got Man. him as
1: well. The trifecta. Yeah. Huh? How about
2: Bones, it? I've got this. What, what you and I used to have, dropped, we need to get, get know, that trifecta to drop.
1: <laughs> yeah. I gotta, I gotta put something together for the trifecta.
2: Uh, so, you know, the bears they've allowed, uh, three top 10 quarterback finishes out of the four games. The only one who, who wasn't a top 10 was Baker Mayfield and he still threw for over 300 yards in that game. And like, I like a couple of things. Like I was kind of impressed with how Sam Hill, how looked last week playing against oh, yeah. the Eagles, you know, when they had to come back and he really showed me something I like, like each game he's rushing for more yards. So like, it's kind of progressed. He's running more. So last week he ran for 40 yards, and he's just had this progression to where he's willing to use his legs more. So I just feel that this game, like I don't feel like Washington or the Bears are going to blow out one another, but it should be kind of, a, you know, he should be able to put up some pretty good stats. <clears throat> yeah, yeah I'll, I, I'll, I I'll agree.
0: Go ahead. Go for it. All right. Yeah, no, I, have I think I'm getting my... a little bit of luck. Lo- <laughs> I think I'm getting a little bit of lag from you guys. I don't know if that's me or what, but uh, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not getting any uh, on my end. So, um,
1: but I'll your- just jump in. Um, I have Sam Howell as well. Uh, there we go. Mike's going to cut out and hop back in. Hopefully his, uh, his gets better. So anyway, Sam Howell, you made a great point. He has been running a lot more lately. Um, He's got over 20 fantasy points in two of his last three games. And for me, the Bears defense has given up the second most points to opposing offenses, points per game. So um, we saw what he did last week against Philly. I think I, I think he's going to have a good game against Chicago.
0: Mm-hmm. It's as bad as it is for me to say that. um, Yeah, that's, this is a lot better. All right. So I also have Howell. I think that him I, – I think I, – I really have Justin Fields and Howell. Um, I just think that – um, this is going to be a pretty tight, high scoring game. Um, kind of like the commanders, was it commanders and Broncos that was like 35 33? Yeah, in Denver. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I think it's going to be just like that. Um, I mean, that's Denver. That's what the Broncos and the Bears were. Um, I don't have, I have these three teams all kind of similar where it's like offenses that can score in defenses that will give up a lot of points so i i just don't uh, the commanders are two and two this year and they may be three and two after this game but they p- will probably be three and two after this game but yeah yeah i, I, I think I they will th- <laughs> i still <laughs> i still think they're one of the worst teams in the league um i mean i don't know i guess the giants are pretty bad too but oh, god that um, was hard to watch Yeah, so, yeah, I just think it's going to be one of those fun games up and down, back and forth, both teams' offenses flexing their muscles on shitty defenses. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, My other green light quarterback, who I also had last week, is Anthony Richardson. Uh, He Mm -hmm. put together a pretty outstanding game late. Yeah. Uh, That second half was very impressive. I was wrong. I'll admit that I'm wrong on uh, Anthony Richardson, Uh, and I will – correct that mistake quickly and jump on his bandwagon uh, i'm not man I'm, I'm not too too man enough to admit that i was wrong on that he just the way that he's making throws with donald um, right in his grill the way that he's coming from behind doing it with his legs looking competent enough throwing the ball that you know, with the right coach, I, to be honest, I think Shane Steichen is an outstanding coach. Like, yeah, you, like yeah, I agree. He, he's making the bears coaching staff look so bad. Cause someone who like fields who probably has a way better arm, uh, more accurate. And I was wrong too. Coles Laflamina. I, I, Hey, we can, we can start a support group, talk about it. <laughs> you know, we can't be right all the time. We can't be right all the time, but, um, but yeah, no, he, he, he looks great. Um, this is a spot at home against the Titans they can take control of the division Uh, I think he is the perfect he is perfect for the Titans defense the Titans defense is outstanding at defensive tackle and other than that pretty dicey so what how do you how do you how do you how do you beat that type of defense just like you saw with Donald You roll out and make shit happen with your legs, Um, and he's exactly that kind of quarterback. So from a matchup standpoint, I love uh, Richardson. I think um, they're going to win this game, and I think that you're going to see him take another step. Um, If he can stay healthy, man, the Colts have a chance. I I think Taylor's back in this game, so uh, definitely going to be exciting.
1: Yeah, I'm he's he was on my short list. I I didn't include him, but I do like where he's going so far this year. And I'm excited to see what he can do against this Tennessee defense, who is really good against the run. They're allowing the fourth fewest rushing yards per game. And Richardson's a rushing quarterback. So um, I'm, I'm excited to see how often he throws the ball versus how often he runs and how effective he is against a really good run defense as well. So. Uh, I'm yeah, I'll be watching this. one. Yeah, but
0: that just because they're a good running defense doesn't mean they're a good containing a quarterback who runs defense. You know what I mean? Like they're so good at clogging the middle and causing chaos and not letting holes open up because of Simmons guys like that on the D line. That doesn't mean that they can contain when he bootlegs and finds space. It doesn't. That's not the same thing. You know what I mean? So um, that's the way to beat a defense like this. So I think I just think it's more of a pro than it is like something's got to give. I think this is exactly how you beat a defense and expose them. Um, And listen, he just had practice doing it against the best Aaron Donald the week before. So you take what you learn and you get better. That's so much about being a rookie and a rookie quarterback. Uh, So this is like, you know, This is exactly that uh, one week after another. So we'll see how fast he can learn, how fast they can instill what he has learned and how, you know, it's going to go a long way for his maturation as a quarterback.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Shane, you got anything there?
2: Yeah, I was just impressed. Like he had, I think, 29 fantasy points last week, but he only completed 11 passes doing that. That's what impressed me about him. I mean,
0: yeah, he, he likes that efficient. long ball, man. He, Yeah, like he's going to miss some of those throws that are, should just be, you know, should, that he just should be making, and then he's going to make some of these throws like he did on that deep ball. I believe it was the Pittman that was like, where the fuck did that come from? So yeah, exciting, exciting young quarterback, man. Yep.
1: Uh, all right, you guys good on quarterbacks? You want to jump to running um,
2: backs? I got one more. Okay, go ahead. It's Shane. kind of, yes. it's kind of a yes, one to, uh important one to note here. Because it is the Shane O'Mac Shocker of the Week.
1: Shane O'Mac Shocker of the Week. What do you got, Shane?
2: Oh, Okay, I am calling it. (laughs) Uh, Oshawa Dobbs is a top seven (laughs) fantasy quarterback this week. He is consensus being rated. He's being consistent. His consensus rating is QB 18. I'm saying he is going to be a top seven fantasy quarterback this week. He's playing at home against against the uh, Bengals. Um, You know this Bengals team; they were rated low uh, against the pass going into last week, and then they they got a little better, um, but they still gave up over 400 yards passing, uh, passing and um, rushing and receiving to the Titans. I just think you look at Dobbs, like he's already had two top eight performances, which is crazy. Um, but that it's because of that rushing, like he quietly is one of the best rushing quarterbacks in fantasy right now. I think he went gone for like 40 and 55 and 58. Um, and then he's doing it all also with some passing, you know, four passing touchdowns. And so. I just have a feeling like he puts up one of those, you know, 60 yards rushing, you know, 230, 40 yards passing and two touchdowns and he gets into the top seven.
1: I love that. I love that. I'm uh, looking to start Dobbs in a a couple leagues and uh, I have some quarterbacks on buys and super flex leagues and yeah, Dobbs is definitely uh, an interesting
0: target. Let's just live, live shop this right now to Shane O'Mac uh Shaka of the week uh we have burrow and daniel jones in a super flex dynasty league both quarterbacks having tough tough seasons to start and there we have sweet sweet dobbs sitting on the bench <laughs> i would start dobbs over burrow in a heartbeat i know how crazy is that but that's what's going to happen man what um, is this world coming to mm-hmm He's had 41, 55, and 48 rushing yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. That's the big thing to me is, like, he's protecting the ball. He's protecting the ball. Yeah. Do you think they win this game? Yes. I think they can win it. Yes. Fuck. I mean, look like this game started, uh, I think it was minus six or minus six and a half bangles, and it's been bet all the way down to Bengals minus three.
2: They just um. got cur- <laughs> they just got curb stomped, you know. You know, they by the uh, Titans. By the Titans. You know. Arizona's got a better offense than the Titans. I really so like my so Cardinals are not
0: on. tanking. We're saying they're not tanking, right?
2: <laughs> doesn't doesn't seem like it. But they're doing a poor job of it. I know they are. Yeah.
0: All right. Um Well, I I love Dobbs. He's, he has been outstanding. Um, I, you know, I I don't know. Um, I don't know what else to really add there. Um, he's just not turning over the ball running, like you said. So, you know, I'd like to see it. Uh, that is definitely a good shocker of the week. (laughs) and great job putting together that drop that
2: was nice that was a good drop you guys (laughs) like (laughs) that that is good i'm gonna do
1: it one more time just for
2: shits yes please
1: shane o'mack shocker of the week you heard it here first joshua dobbs top seven play this week put him in your lineups according to shane o'mack
0: yeah that was good um, red light running backs. I have um, two guys who've kind of been struggling. I have Miles Sanders and I have Ramondre Stevenson. Um, so yeah. Sanders for me, is he dinged up? Is, yeah, he's dealing with a
1: groin injury. He's currently questionable.
0: Okay, yeah. So I think I and I think Chuba's looked okay, so I think they're going to continue to. Sp- uh, keep that as long as that groin's bothering him at all. He's they're going to keep that like 50 ish 50 split that they currently have going. So um, because of that, I would tread lightly on, on Sanders. Um, his whole thing was production or uh, his whole thing was workload. And if it's going to be cut in half for him um, or, you know, take 20% taken away, then um, that's just going to directly impact um, how he, uh, how he performs at a per game, uh, points per game level. So, uh, I have Miles Sanders and then Ramondre Stevenson. I just think the Patriots are bad. Mac Jones is bad. They're going to look to move on from Mac Jones. Um, seems like almost a dump dumpster fire type season for me, for the Patriots. Like, um, I, I, I think this game I think the Saints are a lot better than the Patriots. So I think the Saints are going to win this game. Uh, we should be talking about, you know, a bell check defense at home. Um, but to be honest, like you take Judon, you take Christian Gonzalez away from that defense, and they are hurting. I know they just went out and got JC Jackson, but um, the. It, this, this is going to be a Saints win, and if that happens, they're going to contain that run game. They're going to contain Stevenson. So I do not like him or the Patriots at all this week.
1: Yeah, Stevenson is dealing with a, a, like some type of thigh injury. He's new lot, to the uh, – yeah. yeah, he's questionable. Um, so, yeah, if he plays, it's, it's not going to be a good game. So, yeah, I, I, I didn't include both of them, but those were very highly considered uh, running backs to be put on my red light list. Uh, I completely agree with you. Sanders has not been looking like himself and Stevenson is just, doesn't look like the best running back there. Zeke is looking better than him. So uh, yeah, I completely agree with you. Uh, Shane, what do you got?
2: Well, we are simpatico again. It's a sweep. I had Sanders and Stevenson <laughs> and, you know, even if Sanders was, let's say getting his normal workload, which, you know, he may get over this injury. And so, it's a really horrible matchup. I don't think people realize how good Detroit is. I mean, this is a defense that like, they're only giving up like 60 yards a game rushing. I think it's 14 points that they've given up to running backs this year. They're really good. Um, They're really good defense. And I think they'll get up on Carolina pretty quickly um, on on them. And they're left trying to throw, throw the ball. Uh, And then Stevenson, same way. Like You know, I will say this. It was funny. All those reports last week saying Zeke's going to get the starter reps and, you know, going to get more touches and carries. And Stevenson still just destroyed him as far as touch touches and rushes. But this Saints defense is really good against the run. I mean, they haven't given up more than 65 yards a game rushing also this year. So it's just a matchup deal with both of those guys for me.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm glad you brought up the defense for the Lions. That was like one of the main points, yeah. one of the main reasons why, why I put them in there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> why I put Sanders on there. They are their their defensive line, their defense in general looks good. They look like one of the better teams in the NFC. I mean, I I think uh, they're gonna rattle off quite a few wins here. Let me look at their schedule, but. Um, and people don't talk about their defense when they're talking about the best defenses in the league. Really? No, they have Panthers bucks. And then they're at Ravens. That's a tough game. Uh, Raiders at chargers. So um, y- you go ahead and you win all those games that you should win. First of all, the bucks, I mean, bucks away, that's going to be a win for the the lions, but it's going to look a lot better than it actually does. Cause they're in first place in that conference. Yeah. Um, and then you got Ravens first place in their conference going into, you know, going into a tough environment. If you win a game against the Ravens or the Chargers and you're sitting there seven and two and taking down two first place teams at their home building. You're going to have to start talking about them as one of the best teams in the NFC. So, um, yeah, I think it's exciting. Uh, defense is great. Hutchinson's gonna play himself into being one of the best DNs in the league fast. Yeah, uh, that, kid, yeah that, that, that kid, uh, 41 with the long blonde hair, um, forget his name, playing linebacker, the rookie um, from Iowa, I think. Uh, that's, um, or that's him, yeah, they got not, not him, but um, what's his name? Uh, it's getting late for me, but yeah, um, the. <laughs> is it jack kennedy something like that i don't know the or no jack campbell uh iowa iowa um iowa linebacker absolute stud um so yeah they're gonna play themselves into uh being one of the better defenses and then we know what their offense can do i didn't even put Goff down as a green light quarterback but um put him on my board as a green light quarterback. I think he's getting Jameson back, a deep threat that he's really been missing. Uh Laporte is playing, coming into his own. Laporta's is an absolute stud. I think he's probably top three dynasty tight end at this point. Um, yeah. And everyone knows what I'm on rock and do. So that <laughs> offense is going to keep getting better throughout the year. You add another weapon at home against a team that's 0 and 4, just looks bad. Goff's going to have an awesome game as well. Yeah. If yeah, I, I like was a DFS guy, I would, if I was a DFS guy, I would put a lineup in of, um, I, I would do golf and Laporta. I don't know if LaFamina, if you're still here listening, I'd be interested. Is that like a very high owned stack? But if not, I would play, I would look for golf and, and, and Laporta to just dominate this game.
1: Yeah. Um, we'll let us know LaFamina if you're listening. Um, so, Uh, My two running backs uh, on my red light list are frequent visitors, Najee Harris and Alexander Madison. Um, Najee Harris has just been god-awful. Not only has he been awful, but the Steelers' offense has been awful. We all see what's going on with this offense. Mike Tomlin wants to make changes. Matt Canada's not going anywhere. They're not making any changes. They're just adding more padded practices to the week. Like This is just not going to get any better. He's got Baltimore this week. And I just – you know, we've seen his snap percentage get lower and lower each week. Week two, he had 50, 57% of the snaps. Week three, 50. Last week, 49. Jalen Warren is the better running back on this team. And he's being more used in the offense. Like, um, Najee, he hit his best game last week. He had over 100 scrimmage yards. And that amounted to 11 fantasy points. Like, it just – he's he finished inside the top 20 once, and that was last week with the RB19 finish. Like, I just – I, if you're still starting Najee, I don't know what you're doing,
0: but cut it out. Mm-hmm. Just cut it out. Um, did you see Shane O'Mac? Did you see Matt Canada's got a burner account? Oh, I did see God. that. Yeah. That's linked up to his Steelers email like an idiot. Mm-hmm. So funny, dude. Um, so and then the other thing I was gonna bring up is the at the epi- on one of the first episodes of the you you just got trucked that alexander madison block has to be in there did you see that yeah no, that was, I, don't, I don't think i saw oh that one. god ryan i'm gonna send it to you like please, you're gonna you're gonna do. watch it i want you to watch it mid episode when okay when Shane mac starts talking here um i don't have anything to add on either of those guys i'm gonna look at this hit look for this hit shane yeah. if you want to take so, over Yeah. The only thing
2: I will say on Madison was I don't, you know, since that trade happened for acres, something has kind of switched with him. So like the first two games, he was like 3.3, 3.5 yards per carry. But since that trade, he's been at like 4.7 and 5.6 last week. He had his biggest, uh, his best week. Now is this the week though that acres starts to, cut more into it snap wise and touch wise that is could be um,
1: yeah for for me his production has been has been really good over the last two weeks he was rb10 two weeks ago rb20 last week that's with pure volume and i don't think that volume is there i think it starts declining and this week i mean kansas city is a good defense like i just i, I don't think he gets enough work to be a valuable asset to your lineups this week
2: that's yeah, kind of where i'm at Akers got 14 snaps last week. I could see that being in mid 20s, maybe this week that they're second week working him in. Yeah, they
1: they went and got him. They're going to want to get him, work him in at some point, and I think that's you start to see that this week. And um, people may be fooled by the recent um, ascension in Madison, and they're like, "Oh, let's I'm going to
2: ride this out." Like, I, I wouldn't. Now, I, I can't just figure out between the two of them, though, who's going to be that third down receiving back. That's what I'll be curious to see, because in a game like this against the Chiefs, that could matter.
1: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. We'll see how this uh, plays out. Um, you guys good to go into running back, uh, green light running backs for the week?
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm still trying right. to find this block, so one of you guys take it. I, I don't know why I can't find the fucking block. It was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> well you take your
1: time like shane, shane go ahead. block you should like it was yeah shane, go crazy. ahead start us off with uh green light running backs who's on your list
2: all right i'm going uh i'm going david montgomery against the panthers i i don't know about you guys i was shocked that that guy got that much work last week in his Insane. first game back i never expected 33 carries or 33 touches whatever it was in his first game back Um, you know, and this is to me is setting up like the Panthers are 27th in the league and rushing yards allowed. And it just sets up. I think the game script is going to be like it was last week, but even better, like they're going to be up on the Panthers. They're going to lean on Montgomery to kind of put that game away in the second half. They lean on him in situations like that versus Gibbs, I think. Um, So it's setting up, I think, for another big workload day.
1: Yeah. I have Montgomery on my list as well. I mean, he was the RB two last week. It was insane. Over 32 carries. Um, and this Panthers defense, like you said are they've allowed the six most rushing yards per game. They're allowing over 25 points per game to opposing offenses. Like David Montgomery to me is a top 10 play this week. Like I just, I gung ho for, after what I got to see last week and Unfortunately, I had him on like every one of my benches and just <laughs> he was just racking up points on my bench. That was very frustrating. And I should have just immediately thought that they would be giving him the ball like they did. But I didn't see it coming. And now I do. He's in my
0: starting lineup. I love David Montgomery this week. Yeah. Um, wasn't he one of your my guys? This year, Shane, he wasn't my guy. Yep, and I kept
2: <laughs> I screaming from, from the, all summer. I'd never understood the four round difference between him and Gibbs. Why there was such a big difference. I really do wish that
0: I damn listened. draft capital, it
1: always confuses people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wish I listened to you more. Um, I can't find this, so I'm gonna have to just find it later. Ryan. Okay. <laughs> I really wanted you to see it live on <laughs> there, <Earth>, though. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep giving it a try, but anyways, um, is it my turn for green light running back? Yeah, Yeah. go ahead. So I probably my, my number one, biggest green light um, is Reese hall. You heard that his um, you heard that his snap count has been lifted this week, um, which I just think this is going to be a game where um, if he, if the jets want to, beat the Broncos, um, and Zach Wilson, you know, inspires any kind of hope in this team, uh, and they go out and win, then Brees Hall is going to have to run wild. You can see Dalvin cooks just pretty much cooked. Um, he's just, he just does not look good, man. Um, so Brees Hall, I think he just, they just unleashed the beast this game and we're going to see him run all over the place, catching the ball. Um, he looks good running the ball, so I, I think he must be recovering pretty well. Um, and a Broncos team, I don't have the stats in front of me, but um, they have been giving up monster games to running backs. Uh, Khalil Herbert just ran for, what, 120, 100-plus? 100
1: um, yeah, he had a big game. Lil, at, Herbert, at, Lil, Lil Herbert Lil Herbert had a Lil, big game.
0: Lil, Lil, Lil Herbie... Um, And then obviously the game against A Chain and Mostert getting six touchdowns. Um, You know, they've they've given up 35 points to the commanders. I think Robinson had a huge game. Um, I'm I'm looking it up right now 87, two touchdowns. So, you know, I could see a 100 yards, two touchdown game. Let's say 150 total yards um, from scrimmage and two touchdowns is what I see from Brees in this one.
1: Yeah, I, I, he was very close to being on my list. Uh, I can't. I just want to see them give him the ball. Just feed him the ball. They, like what, last, last if they want to win. I,
0: if they want to win, this is an this is low hanging fruit for the Jets and their defense. If they want to win this game, then he needs to be fully involved, and then that's gonna trigger their offensive coordinator. Like, okay, he needs to be a massive part of this offense every week in order for us to uh you know try to have success so um yeah
1: yeah it, i mean last week his yards per carry 9.33 week one it was 12.7 like give him the ball only carry the ball six times last week and 12 the week before like he needs yeah. to touch the ball over 20 times for the game like yeah
0: this is one of those things where you you, you know you like how i you know how i like to say um you, you don't get cute Uh, this is probably, he's sitting on quite a few of my benches. This is probably a scenario where I will get cute and I'll start him, uh, before seeing it because I think this is his coming out game. And I think this is, um, you know, you, you, we, you drafted him to go through the ramp up period and then take off. And this is going to be the start of that against a team that allows an insane amount of points to running backs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Let's hope he scores his first touchdown on the season this week, huh? How about it?
0: Yeah. Another guy. Let's perfect segue. Another guy who I need to have on my list for that first touchdown, B. John Robinson.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he hasn't scored a touchdown yet? Uh, no. He's-
0: he, he scored, scored a receiving he, one. He scored a hit a receiving touchdown. Oh, okay. so no rush. I was going
1: to say I'm like I feel like no. I've seen him
0: in the end zone. No, no, his first rushing, sorry. Algier had those two in his first game. He hasn't he hasn't he has not scored a rushing touchdown yet this year. Okay. Um and uh I you know this is a game we talked about earlier. I love the spot for Atlanta. Uh same kind of thing. I this is a must win for them. Uh yeah. and because of that, you're going to have to get Bijan a full workload like he's working towards it i I mean dude like he looks so good he he's accounts for every big play that the falcons have at some point they're going to be like all right if we want to win this division uh we're going to have to just feed him you know as many times as uh, as we can
1: yeah they've been trending in that direction where they're just not giving algier the ball and then they're just what 14 carries last week to Algier yeah. seven? Like, let's go. Yeah. A chain's
0: my other A chain's my other green light. And I just I love think it. that I think he is starting to be one A. And I think this will be the first game that they start to say, like, we're giving A chain the ball. Mostert, you and Wilson. You're gonna kind of be staggering uh him. So I would I shouldn't even say one A. I think this is gonna be the first one. And then, you know, 2A, 2B. Uh, Well, I guess Wilson's not back, but he's going to take a – Mostert's going to take a back seat. And um, McDaniel recognizes speed. He recognizes talent. He's not stupid. So A-Chain's going to take over that backfield. And by
1: the way, we know his name is A-Chan. We're not (laughs) not calling him a chain I don't know that. That's not his his name. His name's (laughs)
0: A-Chain. If he wants to come and have a a conversation with me about it, as is – as his agent and his marketing his personal <laughs> marketing uh advisor. Yeah. Then it's A Chain. that will yeah. be stupid.
1: Well, I I co sign that A Chain is on my list as well. Um I love what he's been doing, you know, even when the even when the Dolphins have a uh, a struggling game against the Bills, he's still what um he was the RB5 last week when the when the Dolphins Weren't able to really do much against that Buffalo Bills defense. So um, to me, that means he's pretty much matchup proof. He's a must start moving forward. The Giants are a terrible defense, giving up over 30 points per game and the eighth most rushing yards per game. Like, I just, A-Chain is going to have another big week. Uh, Six touchdowns in the last two games, and that number is going to get even more within the three games. Like, uh, yeah,
2: A-Chain's a must start. He just, when I watch him, he looks just like Chris Johnson. I mean, throwback player-wise.
1: CJ2K? Yeah. I love that comparison. <clears throat> All right, are we good on uh, green light running back? Shane, you got any more?
2: Uh My only second guy I had was uh Brian Robinson, another Thursday night. I think there's room for him and Hal to both have good games. I mean, Definitely. I was – Robinson, I was completely wrong. I've been wrong on Robinson all year. I didn't like him coming into the year. I had him on my sit list last Guilty. week. and Guilty. I'm
1: right there with you.
2: I mean, he, he was RB15 against the, the best run defense in the league, in the in the Eagles. So, I mean, that impressed me, you know, last week that he did that. And, like, the Bears, you know, they've, they've given up, you know, 115, 120 yards a game, something like that. So – he could easily be another top 20 play this week.
0: I hate him. (laughs) I know, (laughs) but he's,
2: he's getting, he's dominating carries. I know
0: he's good. I just, I I get so deflated. It takes it all out of me whenever I hear good things about Brian Robinson.
1: He's the RB eight on the season.
0: That's crazy. All right, I have. Uh, that's all my red, green light running backs. Do you have any more, Ry? Nope, we're good
1: to yeah, go on uh, red go. light wide receivers. I have in the breaks.
0: Nico and Tank. I already talked about that earlier. I actually had them last week. Nico had another huge game, Tank. Uh, he he kind of got contained, it seemed. Um, my other one is Adam Thielen, who's been breaking out. This just goes back to the Atlanta. Um, uh, It's probably one of my highest confidence picks of the week is Atlanta. Um, Or no, sorry, Lions. Uh, He's got the Lions at defense at home. I think it's going to be an ugly one for the Panthers. Um, So, you know, those three guys have kind of taken off on a rocket ship past few weeks, and you're going to see – you're going to see things come back to life for them in two pretty tough spots um, at Atlanta, at Detroit. Detroit is just going to run over these bad teams all year, and Atlanta knows how big this game is. So bad spots for both teams. Some regression is going to come.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with you there. What's this
0: bullshit about the Panthers saying that they are, they are, are looking for a wide receiver one? for Bryce young. And they think if they can get him that, that they can win the division this year. It's like, you guys are 0 four. What are you fucking talking about?
1: <laughs> I saw that too. And I was like, uh, I was kind of a head scratcher. I'm like, all right, well
0: you should have won at home against the fucking shitty Owen three Vikings. If you wanted to win your division. Uh, yeah. I, I don't get that, but
2: Yeah yeah i had uh i got deco collins also i mean i don't think and people are going to start him like crazy because he's coming off 168 and two touchdowns against the steelers but you we got to start talking about aj terrell for the falcons and what he does to opposing yeah, wide no receivers shit. that guy and i watched most of that london game and he shut down calvin ridley he held him to two catches it was one busted plays where ridley got his touchdown but that was literally one of his two catches on the day, and then earlier in the year he he held Romeo Dobbs and the Packers to two catches. Um, he locks up on the number one guy. He's going to lock up on Collins. He's not going to lock, lock up on Tank Dale, and yeah. we got to start talking about him in the same breath as some of these corners where you maybe want to think twice of your receiver going against.
0: Yeah, it's a great point. I. I agree that i watched that pretty much all that london game and um i had the same exact thought i honestly was thinking about this game bigger picture not even going into that but terrell is looking like he's elite um so great point
1: yeah that kind of segues into my red light wide receivers calvin ridley i mean uh he has just been struggling as of late uh, two targets last uh, two targets last week, three targets the week before and two targets the week before that. Like how can you trust Calvin, which is so disappointing because after week one, I was like, yeah, here we go. This is Calvin Ridley. like welcome back to the NFL and it's just been horrendous. Uh, you just can't trust him in your lineups. <clears throat> last week he saved his production with a touchdown and it was just mediocre. And uh, this Jaguars offense is just not looking like they should. So uh, I'm staying away from Calvin Ridley this week. Yeah, I don't understand.
2: I've got probably more than any other player. I've got Calvin Ridley in almost all of my leagues. Like he, I targeted him. And it's crazy.
1: Yeah, and it's it's going to be hard because some people have to start. You just don't have better options out there, unfortunately, depending on your your lineup. But I mean, dude, going against Buffalo this week, it's like,
0: huh? Don't, don't just tell people that they're shitty drafters and they don't have any. No, no I'm just saying Ridley. there's
1: people out there in situations the where you just can't sit a player, uh, a wide receiver, because you just don't have other options that are, are worthy. Dude. So I'm just saying there's. Brodies,
0: there. I don't think you're all dog shit drafters and shitty fantasy players like Ryan just alluded to. I think you're smart. I think you have Puka. You go ahead and start Puka, put Ridley on your bench. I would never say that about you guys. I know that you're listening Uh and and you're making good decisions. That was really fucked up for you to say, Travis. Yeah,
2: keep pandering, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Keep pandering. (laughs) My only hope is that maybe, like, there's no Tredavious White playing for Buffalo. Maybe that makes a difference for him this this week, you know, and throwing the ball a lot. But, yeah, it's been rough to watch.
0: Yeah, I think it's just, like, the Bills – play a bend don't break style of football a lot of the times like if let's put it this way if Allen is humming and they just know that he's not going to be stopped then the defense starts to play a more aggressive like going for interception just a little bit more like risky type defense going for turnovers and they'll they'll give up points so you know maybe because of that uh, and the team getting used to Trey White I could see but yeah, I, I, uh, it's been, it's been bad since that first week for Ridley. Everyone, yeah. that whole Ridley like pick week one was just, you know, everyone was gloating over like, oh, we were drafting. Yeah. The Ridley train that went from like round three all the way up to like the one two turn, uh, was gloating after first week, but, uh, that offense has a lot of improvements to make fast and I think they're going to I mean Doug Peterson's an outstanding coach. Lawrence is an outstanding quarterback so it's inevitable that it comes but has to come fast but for us to start feel good.
1: yeah uh, And my my last uh, red light wide receiver is uh, Jerry Judy. Um, Cortland Sutton is the is the wide receiver one on the team. And we've seen over the last couple of weeks, Russell Wilson, you know, has it been happening consistently? No, but he's been throwing the ball pretty well. A couple 300-yard uh, games, multi-touchdown games, and hardly any of it is going to Jerry Judy. Um, what, wide receiver 78, wide receiver 34, wide receiver 49. Just horrendous. And I just don't see that getting better this week against the Jets. So no. I, I'm staying away from Jerry Judy. Uh, at all costs.
2: I'm right there with you. I got him. Like, this was interesting to me that I saw when I was looking. um, His snaps last week. So week three, he had 47 snaps. Last week, it dropped to 30. And you're starting to see guys like Brandon Johnson and then Marvin Mims in weeks prior to that get more um, targets and more snaps. And I don't know if we might continue to see that.
0: Do we have any word on Dulcich?
2: I haven't
1: heard anything Mm -hmm. about Dulcich.
0: I'll look that up. Um, I think it's a tough matchup, so I like it. Um, Green light, wide receiver. I have uh, a team, a a guy in a team in a matchup that I think is going to have a ton of points. Um, Jordan Addison, I think he's going to, I I just think there's going to be a game script where that team or those two teams put up a ton of points. And I like Addison, man. I think like that role that he has with Hawkinson and Jefferson just being so good that he can kind of sneak in there and be that guy um, that gets you some big plays after, you know, Jefferson has three catches on a drive and they start to cl- clamp down and focus on him a little bit Addison can break open and catch a 40-yard touchdown I just think he plays that role so well he is a big swing type wide receiver um, so I can see him getting a play or two like that finding the end zone and having a big day against the Chiefs uh, the other one is Jalen Waddle. it's just inevitable that his big game is coming uh, he's kind of you know, please come on, please. Yeah, let it be soon. Yeah, so I think uh, that's coming. Um, he's got a terrible Giants team, literally, like Giants. I think the Giants can get out of that Daniel Jones contract like next year. Um, but they said after next year, after next year. So, yeah, um, I, I don't want to cut, I don't want to just. There's a reason why they can get out, right? Um they had no choice but to pay him. He had just won a playoff game coming off a great season. But that is as good as it gets for the Giants. Like they don't that offense, what they currently have, that team, that's as good as it gets last year. So there was naturally going to be some regression, kind of like the Vikings, to be honest. But um but to pay him that much money. Somewhere. Huh? Sorry, Th- does that happen once an episode where I get blasted from audio somewhere and they just can't I, lose I, my we, train of thought? Yeah, yes, it does. Yes, it does.
1: yes, it does. Well,
0: that just happened. Um, so, anyways, Addison and model. I forgot everything I was talking about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's it. I like those two picks. Um, I don't know what happened with Addison last week. Like, the, anything come out about him or he he just put up a goose
2: egg his his snap cap snap count dropped 30 from the week prior like just stop with the KJ Osborne dominating him as snaps put Addison in on the two wide receiver sets I mean just make the switch already
1: yeah I agree with you Um, my green light wide receivers are Michael Pittman and Romeo Dobbs Uh, Michael Pittman double-digit targets in three of his first four weeks Uh, 11 targets, 12 targets, 11 targets, the first three. Just a complete beast, Uh, target hog on the team. And we were just talking about Anthony Richardson being a green light quarterback this week. Uh, I really like Pittman going against Tennessee. Tennessee's defense is someone you can throw on, and uh, I'm excited for Pittman. Uh, Tennessee allowing the 10th most yards per game to opposing wide receivers. Uh, And I, I could just see Anthony Richardson throwing more this game than he ever has. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what Pittman can do.
0: I like that. Yep. I almost put him on mine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I also like the game script for the Titans. I don't have much else to add uh, against the Titans. I have the Colts winning that game.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then Romeo Dobbs. Uh, I mean, we, we've seen what he's been doing so far. He's Man. a wide
0: receiver 16. We have nine catches last week. Like, uh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. He,
1: <laughs> Like yeah, t- thirteen targets last week and twelve targets
0: the week before.
2: Yeah, Just and don't don't freak research. out about Christian Watson coming back. Like him and Love have a connection.
0: Yeah, it's clear as day. I agree. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
0: I can't yeah. believe he's on the waiver wire in leagues.
2: He's literally
0: Still. week
1: one. He was the wide receiver fourteen. Week three, wide receiver seventeen. Week four, wide receiver eleven.
0: And he's that last game was on. Play. The last game was on uh, national television, too. Like I know had nine yeah. catches on national television. Yeah. Usually that would be the only thing and be like, oh, the Packers haven't had much, um, you know, haven't been spotlighted much yet. But they, they were on national television. So no yeah. excuse for him to be on your way. Roar.
1: Yeah. And all that production, um, he has yet to crack 100 yards in, in a single game. And I think this is the week he does it. Uh, He's going against a Las Vegas defense who is letting up over 25 points per game. And the Packers got whooped last week by the Lions. Like, I think they're going to bounce back strong. Um, They're going to be looking to make a statement that they're not going to be the team that you could just run over like that, even though the Lions did that uh, in prime time. So, yeah, I think Romeo Dobbs is a great play this week. Uh, You know, he's been a top 20 guy three out of the four games. So I, I think he's right there.
0: I love it. I love him. I love lamp.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't have any of my uh, Anchorman drops, but yeah, that that would have been a good time for
2: an Anchorman drop.
0: (laughs) Um, I got all my green light. What about you, Shane? Where you? All right, so
2: my two guys are. I got this. Is the first week you are finally going to see Garrett Wilson inside the top twenty. Uh, wide receiver finish this week i can't um, wait for that dj moore just had his best day probably going to be of the whole year last year against this defense when he went for eight for 130 and a touchdown um we've talked about broncos are horrible against the past um so he fire him up this is the this is finally the game you're going to get him inside that top 20 probably even closer to the 10 mark um and then i'm going to go with Zay flowers listen Forget about last week, everybody like struggles against the Browns defense receiver wise. Um, You know, prior to that, I had liked that he was getting in two of those four games. He was getting at least 10 targets a game. And we just saw the Pittsburgh Steelers let Nico Collins just have a career day. Basically, that's I don't know what's going on with that defense, but it's not the defense that we thought that they were going to be coming into the year.
0: Um I, I I like both of those. I don't have much else to add. Um, Zay Flowers to me is not a tank dell. I don't put them in the same bucket. I think Zay Flowers is the clear number one wide receiver on that team. Um and I'm not like necessarily trying to hate on tank Dell. I, I know he's been on red light a couple times. I just think like, let's 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 settle down on him being uh, you know, a two touchdown, huge play guy. Those games will come, but Zay Flowers is a huge part of what the Ravens are going to be doing all year. Um, what's going on with the running back room? Like, what's who's Keaton Mitchell? Why are we talking about him? Like, absolutely
1: nothing is going on with the running back room. I, why ignore Keaton Mitchell? ignore. Like, ignore. Well,
0: Mitchell
2: has got that profile of a chain of that type of back. He's so unlike, and I wrote him. I wrote about him in the waiver wire piece this week for Sports me about Ethos. Him. So he played the preseason. He's got that four four three speed. profile is profiles just like a chain, quick change of direction. He's just so unlike any other Ravens running back that is currently in that stable right now. Is why. I think people are thinking like he may get some run at some point in time this year. So he's like you know, it's so like he, he was just
0: a hot trendy name, essentially. Like someone threw him out there and everyone's like, Oh yeah, the Ravens courted we like well, I think because to figure he, out who that guy's gonna be for the Ravens for so long.
2: I mean and he looked so good in the preseason, like he broke off a lot of big a lot of long runs with that speed.
0: Um yeah, you know who else looked good in the preseason? D T R.
2: listen i think he's gonna be like i would tell everyone if you've got an ir spot stash him i don't think it hurts like
0: that why is he why is he he's on the ir
2: yeah he's supposed to come off this week um oh so so that's why
0: so that's another reason why okay yeah
2: that's why like that those running backs are just
0: awful there yeah um All right. Well, where does that put us? Red light tight ends? Yes, it does. To tend? Um, I have. I I honestly. I don't even want to put any red lights on there. I have have five green lights, and I have. Oh, (laughs) Oh my God. I have to. All right. Well, Shane, let's let's go ahead and talk about red lights. I'd rather just not. Like. all right all right well
1: why don't i start red light tight end i only have one guy on my red light list and it's dallas
0: goddard oh yes
1: is that you you too shane yes nice nice good call good call i like where your head's at um dallas goddard for me he's just he's been off to a really slow start he's failed to uh log over 50 receiving yards or a touchdown in any game and like coach sirianni's coming out like oh i promise like we're gonna get him involved he's he's going to be he's going to be a part of this off like no we haven't seen it and uh it's not necessary the eagles are winning and they don't need goddard uh production so i'm 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 fading goddard uh in in any chance i can
2: he started in 75 percent of leagues i was looking up and then here here's where he's finished every week um tied in 69 uh i did second week was good second week was really good tied in 20 yeah (laughs) And then he had tied in 13 and then tied in 28. I mean, to be still started, and I, I get it. You guys, you drafted him, like, what, in rounds five, six maybe? But I think there's just too many weapons there.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Like, Swift Swift is getting a lot of yards. Um, And, well, you're not going to stop that anytime soon. Uh, AJ Brown. It's already been so hard for to have Brown and Devante eat as much as they want to. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you know, what's so funny is uh, Deion Sanders talks about it. Um, he, I heard him talk about it. Gosh, what, what was this on? I would love to go bring it up, but basically, he's like these, these alphas. These the best players on the football field are alphas, like. Uh, these AJ Browns, these Devonta Smith, when you have two of them in a wide receiver room, like you literally have to go and check in with those types of players and be like, Are you are you good? Are you full? Um, because that's they need that, right? They need that to feel good about themselves, to feel good about their game they're having. Uh that's that that's the motor that that you know, that that's the fuel that they run on. So um it was funny to hear Dion talk about it, but when you're a team as good as the Eagles with that many good players, that's exactly what we're talking about. Like, is there any leftover for Goddard? Not to mention Goddard's not necessarily one of those guys. He'll go out there, get gritty, be a part of the running game with it through through blocking. So, um, yeah, that's interesting. It, it's And kind of Kittle is feeling the same, in my mind, the same thing's kind of happening with Kittle too um, in San Francisco in a different way, because I think some of it's Kittle's age, some of it's Kittle's role in that offense. Um, But, you know, similar kind of story, I guess. I don't know if that makes sense. No, I get
1: get where you're going with that.
2: All right, let's hear your uh, 10 green light
0: tight ends (laughs) of the week. Sammy Laporta. I already Love talked it. about him earlier. Sammy game time. Absolute beast. Um, so Logan Thomas, uh, we talked about his game script. I think there's going to be a lot of points. Uh, I think Howell likes throwing to a tight end. I mean, he's, he, he's had some good games. I think Logan Thomas is going to have another good one uh, in a high scoring game. I, there's another guy I have on my list that I just, I cannot miss out on his first touchdown in the NFL, Dalton Kincaid. I have to be in on Kincaid's first touchdown. (laughs)
2: Please, please make it happen.
0: So um, it's just like, he's going to have to get involved. We know that Um, the offense is playing so well that you don't really need to force him to get involved, but um i that's still gonna come that element to the offense they're they're gonna they're gonna get that going and hopefully when they do it happens pretty quickly and and effectively so um i i'm gonna put kincaid on there and then my other two one is tyler higby um I forget the exact stat of why he's on here, but Ryan and I were talking about him the other night uh, to replace Pitts. We were talking about him last night to replace Pitts, And I think it has to do with uh, the, the Eagles giving up the tight end position in production at the tight end position. Um, But Higby's on there. And then Evan Ingram. So I know truck has just mentioned fading uh, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, He's fading Calvin Ridley. Well, I think that what I noticed watching that Jaguars game last week is when they got Ingram in the offense, the ball in his hands, he makes plays, um, and things started to kind of go a little bit with that offense when they got him the ball. So I think you might see Lawrence trying to get him involved a little bit more because it's kind of like, to a lesser extent, Last season when you saw Purdy put the ball in Kittle's hands and his just like, you know, he was the motor of that. He's the heartbeat of that offense. He's the motor um, motor of that team. So you kind of saw things go as he went. Um, And I don't know. I just for some reason think that I saw a little bit of that last week with uh, the Jaguars offense. So if he's I think he's going to look to get Ingram going. Uh, a good bit to try to spark things in that offense. So those are my five green light tight ends.
1: Yeah, those those all make a ton of sense. And I would like to make a, uh, a, a service, uh, a, a, um, what's it called? A, um, uh, an announcement for all the roadies out there. I want to put a permanent red light on Kyle Pitts until further notice until they get a new, a new quarterback until wow. that moment. Uh, permanent red light on Kyle Pitts.
0: So no. fucked up. That's almost as fucked up as what you said about the roadies earlier. Hey, that
1: that you no, you're twisting my words. That didn't. Happen, okay? Um. Uh. Yeah. So my green light, Shane. I'm wondering if we have the same red light and green light tight ends. But my uh, my green light uh, tight end is uh, Jake Ferguson. Ferg. Is it you? Yeah, Fergie. Okay. Yeah, I love it. Um, Jake Ferguson is the tight end eight on the season um quietly he's been really really good last week he was the tight end four. the cowboys to me need to look to him in the red zone if they want to if they want a good chance of winning this game against the 49ers um i picked up ferguson in a couple leagues and i'm definitely going to be starting him this week uh i really like what he's been doing so on the cowboys
0: another guy who should not be on the waiver wire any longer yes uh it's been far too long you no, know, when you get seven targets
2: a game, which is what he's gotten for three games in a row, like in today's fantasy world, that's a tight end you should be starting. Um, you know, and it's I also like, you know, look, the old man Zach Ertz and his walker um last week against the Niners was tight in ten. Um yeah. he got you know 10 targets in that game, I think six or seven catches and like this is not just a one-year thing dak targets the tight end like yeah i've seen it year and year last year he targeted the tight end position on 25 percent of his throws that's his safety valve spot whether if it's dalton shorts dalton schultz or jake ferguson this year
0: i love when you say dalton shirt shorts dalton <laughs> shorts
2: <I> like it <laughs> it's almost um, as
0: good as the red rocket <laughs> The red rocket, <laughs> wow! Yeah, um, side note,
1: bad. dude, how is Zach Ertz doing this, dude? The, this guy's 32 years old. Cole's like, conspiracy.
0: Just... Ready,
1: <laughs> okay, what do you got? What do you got? The
0: Arizona Cardinals are trying to beef up Ertz's stats. Uh, I think Trey McBride's ready to take over and they're trying to feed Ertz, get his. You know, get his his health looking good and just kind of increase his trade value to try to give him to a contender, give him a, a you know a Wiley veteran that can still produce at a high level. A oh, Wiley
1: tra- veteran, like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I
1: haven't I haven't heard Wiley used as an uh descriptive uh in, in a long time. <laughs> so That was good. That was good, guys. What? Wiley,
0: a Wiley veteran
1: yeah
0: (laughs) anyways yeah i think that i think they could be feeding him a lot i mean it was just like an absurd amount and it still kind of is but he wasn't expected to come out and get 10 targets like just from a health perspective it's like whoa that dude's that old coming back from that knee injury and we're just gonna you know drink from a fire hose and give him 10 targets week one um so i think that's what could potentially be going on there yeah
1: yeah, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't the make sense. The wily veteran. The wily veteran. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh anybody got
0: anything left? No. Um, I have some notes. Trifecta drop. We gotta get that this week.
1: I'll get I'll I'll cook something up for you guys.
0: <laughs> yeah. Maybe like trifecta. Something a little quick, something a little yeah, just a little zinger in there. Yeah. We gotta get that going. Um brainstorm the conspiracy segment. Just think about okay. it. Next time <laughs> okay. you're next time you're I behind, like I like the Cull's like the, conspiracy next theory. Next time you're behind yeah. the eighteen wheeler, like, um, you know, you are looking up at the stars, maybe yeah. a few bugs splatting the windshield. Oh, that um, happens all the time. Yeah, and, and you know. Um, you're out in the open road, and you just just think about the conspiracy segment. Cole's conspiracies, maybe. Yeah, we'll,
1: we'll we'll figure something out. Okay, I like it. All right, I'm good. You're good, Shane. You're good. Yep, we're good. All right, well, that about does it for another episode of the Fantasy Road Show. This was our week five: red light, green light, our love, hate. Um, we this will be um, released as a Substack article. Um, written by Coles uh, as he puts together all of our thoughts. And uh, you can get that at the thefantasyroadshow.substack.com. Coles, did you,
0: you want to say something? It's written by all of us. It's composed by me. Okay. Okay. Um, yes. We all have put our Articles own touch composed. on our picks. Um, I may do a little intro, a little outro, put together a week four recap. Uh, and we want to get a little bit more... Um, a little bit more pictures or fun to the article and not just throw a bunch of words at you so yeah
1: yeah it's a work in progress you guys uh follow the substack the fantasy if you're listening to this podcast go check us out on youtube at youtube.com sports ethos like subscribe uh join the fun all of our episodes go live Uh, And we encourage everybody to chime in, ask questions about your specific situations. Um, If you do have questions, feel free to hit us up on Twitter at Fantasy Roadshow for the show. Twitter. Mine is at Fantasy underscore trucker Cole's at Coles underscore sports. Shane at S McCormick underscore FF.
0: Yep. Yeah. This is my favorite thing we do. We're going to keep getting better. Keep adding uh, things as we go. And, uh, you know, you guys know what to do. I'm sorry, Ryan called you all idiots. (laughs) Buckle up.